Amen. We're glad to be in the house of God. Amen. I got it from back here. We're glad to be in the house of God. Amen. 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 We're glad to be here. So glad that you're with us today, whether in-house or on live feed alike. Thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing here at Coosa Valley. Amen. We want to go to the Lord in prayer. We still have some that are sick. We have some that are on the road traveling. You've received text about some of the messages and some of the prayer requests that's going on. We need God to move and minister. Amen. Those that are in-house and live feet alike, we want to partner with you in prayer. Amen. You're in-house. If you have a prayer request, let it be known by lifting your hand. God knows every need. If you're on our live feed, you have a prayer request or need, text it to the number on the bottom of the screen, 205-642-8744. We want to partner with you in prayer. Amen. Let's all stand. I don't know about you, but I am glad to be in the house of God today. Amen. I know that we've all faced things. We've all faced problems. We've all faced trials. We've all faced things as where it seems like life has turned upside down sometimes. I got two words for you. But God. But God shall supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. But God says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Amen. You may be going through something, but God is able to do exceedingly. Am I the only one that's excited? <laughs> but God is able to do exceedingly. Brother Andy, you're supposed to be opening up the service. I'm going to tell you something. I'm glad to be in the house of God today. Amen. But God is able. Come on, give God some praise. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Come on, church. God is able. Let's go to God in prayer and let's worship this morning. Amen. Your kind and gracious Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, I want to thank you. Thank you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you for the every opportunity that you've allowed us and allowed us today to come into your house to worship you. I know there's things going on in the world around us, but we've come into your presence to worship you today. Father, I'm praying that you would just pour out an anointing and a blessing upon this service from the singing and the preaching of your word, everyone that is here in-house and live feet alike. Father, help us today. Give us your grace. Give us your mercy. Give us your strength to take it one more day. Father, I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're going to continue to do. It's all these things that we ask in Jesus' is precious, in Jesus' is holy, in Jesus' righteous name we pray. And all of God's children say amen and amen. Would you do me a favor? You only get out of a service what you put into it. Would you give God the greatest hand clap of praise and let's worship today. Amen. Let's worship Him in song this morning. Lord, I lift your name on high. Glad you came to save us. Lord, I 
yesterday. I need you more than I needed you last week. Lord, all I need is you. Jesus, help us today. Come on, church. We need God more today than we've ever needed Him. The things that's going on, the things that's happening, we need God. Would you just sing this to Him? Just lift your voices today and, today and sing this to Him. and you just give God thanks. Just give God thanks. If you want to, just lift up your hands and just give God thanks for what He's done. I don't believe that we thank Him for no enough for what He's done in our lives. Amen? Just give God thanks for what He's done. Aren't you glad that He's the more in your life? He's given us blessing beyond all measure. I'm thankful for what He's done. I need Him more. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, today, I thank you for being the more in our lives. I thank you for being just exactly what we need on a day-and-day -day basis. God, you're not more in one area than the other. You're more in our lives. God, everything we need, you're exactly what we need at every step of our lives. God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And all of God's children said, Amen and Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for those that are on live feed and those that are in the house alike. God's good, ain't He? Very quietly. Live feed, I hope y'all was louder. God is good, ain't He? Amen. amen. Glory be to God. Amen. Again, we thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being in the presence of God today. Amen? Over the last few weeks, well, let me back up. A little bit ago, we've been talking about keeping the blessings of God. Then over the last several weeks, we've been talking about that we're in a spiritual battle. How many knows that you're in a spiritual battle over, the, over your own soul, over the souls of your family and your friends? over the things that's going on in your lives, we're in a spiritual battle, church. If you think becoming a Christian is easy, then you're badly mistaken. I won't name any, any names or anything like that. They just There's sometimes that football teams will go on the field and they feel like, I got this. I've got it made in the shade and I can just... I can just make it. I can go to sleep on the field and it's just going to happen. 
Let me tell you something again. I'm not saying any particular football names or anything like that. And there are some football teams that they just believe, I've got it. But once the battle is, is started to go, they realize really quickly, oh, this ain't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Well, church, as a Christian, it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be to begin with. You cannot give up just because you've got salvation. You've got to keep pressing on and pushing forward. The Bible says... I'm pressing towards the mark. It doesn't say I'm gradually scrolling. It doesn't may that say that I'm sitting back in a lawn chair just eating, just eating banana peels or anything like that. It says I'm pressing towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. If I'm going to press, I've got to press. Amen. I've got, I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited about church today. Come on. When I think about the Lord. How he saved me. I'm not going to sing it, I promise. How he raised me. How he filled me with the Holy Ghost. How he delivered me to the autumn. When I think about what God's done for me, I get excited. Come on, church. I get excited. We need to be excited. You know why? I'm in a battle and I'm not giving up. The going may get tough. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pressing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. I'm not looking back. I'm pressing towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God. Amen. I'm not giving up in the battle. The question is, are you willing to get into a spiritual fight? Are you willing to put on the whole armor of God and get into a spiritual fight. Amen? We've lived in the last 18 months, feels like 15 years. It's been a spiritual battle. Oh, but Brother Andy, it's been a, it's been a physical, physical... I get that. It's been a spiritual battle. Let me tell you what I mean. Don't raise your hand. Please do not do... Don't raise your hand or answer this question. Boy, I'm going to tell you, it sure would have been nice if we just have kept having church at home, sitting in our pajamas, sitting on that couch. Oh, wait a minute, that wasn't me. Hello? We, I know that, I know that many's had to do that. Why? Because we've not been, there's been many times we've not been able to come into this house. There were several months. But I'm going to tell you something. We've got to keep pressing forward and keep pushing forward and keep pressing towards. We cannot give up in a spiritual warfare. I am ready for a spiritual fight. Amen? So we read 2 Chronicles chapter 20, 14 and 15, and it says this. It says, And the Spirit of the Lord came upon... Y'all already know I can't pronounce these names came upon John, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jerel, the son of Mathaniah, the, and a Levite of the sons of Asaphah in the midst of the assembly. He said, listen, 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 listen. Thus saith the Lord, do not be afraid, 
and do not be dismayed. Because, because, uh, do not be dismayed at the great battle in front of you. Do not be dismayed at the battle that you're looking at. Do not be dismayed at the number of people that's against you. Why? Because God's got this. Look, it says, For the battle is not yours. For the battle is not yours. For the y'all come on. Two words, two words. For the battle is not yours. For the battle is not yours. Come on, church. God's got this. But God does not want you to sit back and do nothing. Oh, Daniel bowed. I'm not going to sing the song. Oh, Daniel bowed his head and he prayed. 21 days, three times a day. He prayed and he prayed and he prayed and he prayed. He thought that no answer was... Co- Do you, what would it have been like? Y'all just think about this. Yeah, I got a sermon. How many believes I'm going to get all the way to it? Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. How many, be- how many believes if de- on the 20th day, the third time of that day, Daniel said, okay, God, apparently you ain't listening. This is my last call. This is my last cry out to you. If you're going to do something, I guess you'll do it in your own time and your own way, but I ain't calling out no more. But no, Daniel didn't do that. I don't know that it's recorded anywhere in the Word of God. If it is, I haven't found it. If you find it, please let me know. But I believe that Daniel prayed something like this. Three times a day, 21 days. He said, okay, God. It feels like that my prayer has gone unanswered. But I'm not giving up. You have brought me too far. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. I'm keep pressing forward. I'm going to show you that I mean business. I'm going to show that I'm faithful. And I am true to my commitment to you. Why? Because I know God is going to be faithful. Somebody didn't get that. I am excited about church. Y'all, I'm... God is good. But on that 20th day, Daniel said, Y'all, I don't. On the 20th day, Daniel went back into the room and he prayed one more time. He said, God, just like I prayed many times before, I'm going to continue and I'm going to pray one more time. I'm crying out to you. I'm going to be faithful to my commitment to you. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. I'm praying one more time. God, I know. Day 21. This ain't in the outline. Day 21. Hey, you better just move that camera out now. Come on. Day 21. Y'all, I'm using my imagination. I can't see the first person in here, and that'll be all right. Y'all better worship with me, because if y'all don't, one o'clock's going to be here soon. (laughs) Day 21. First time. Daniel comes out, and he prays, and he says, Okay, God. It feels like you've not heard my prayer, but I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep pressing forward because I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. I'm counting on to my commitment. Day 21. Second prayer. (laughs) God, here I am again. 
one more time. I'm not giving up. I'm not turning around. I've come too far in my life with you. I'm not giving up. My commitment is strong. Because God, I know you got this. Amen. (laughs) Day 21. Number three. God in heaven above. Somebody better get excited with me. I know you've heard my cries. I know you've heard my prayers. But it seems like that the prayers is only going as high as the roof. The weeks that I've prayed and I've cried out to you, I do not believe. This is Daniel praying. Has anybody ever prayed like this? I believe that the days and the weeks have not gone in vain. I've got a closer walk with you because I'm not walking by what I feel. I'm walking by my faith because I know you are able. Hey, Roger, come here. Hey, Roger, come here. Somebody tell me if he's walking up yet. Hey, Roger, come here. Oh, there he is. Hey, stand right there. some point in time, you're going to know when it hits. Put your hand on my shoulder. You'll know when. I covered my mic so they can't hear. Daniel is praying 21 days. Third time. This ain't in the outline. Third time. He said, God in heaven above, I've prayed and I've prayed and I'm seeking you. I made a commitment to serve you. It feels like all hope is lost. It feels like that my prayers are going unanswered. But God, then all of a sudden, Daniel's eyes, y'all, this ain't in the Bible. This is Andy's imagination. Don't put your hand back up there. His eyes got about the size of a half dollar. Yo, this is Andy thinking here. I think he looked to the left. And I think he looked to the right. Uh Uh-oh. There's somebody in the room besides me. Because I feel a hand. It ain't, ain't like an ordinary hand. But I feel, I feel a hand on my shoulder. I feel like somebody from the heavenly realm has laid a hand on me. I feel like there's something has just touched. And they came straight. My God in heaven above. I feel like they come... I feel like they came straight from my God in heaven above. They came straight. Ah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all don't let my doctor see this. <laughs> they going to say they ain't there. You don't need no epidural. I'm telling you something. Something touched Daniel straight from the throne room of God. And while he was sitting there, all of a sudden, a voice 
from it sounded like straight from heaven above. It said this, Daniel, God has heard the very first prayer. And because you did not give up in a spiritual battle, I've come by this way, been dispatched from the throne. My God in heaven above. Y'all hear this? He was not dispatched from the governor's mansion. Oh! He was not dispatched from the White House. Hello, is anybody? Hello. Hey, is anybody still in here? Yes, sir. Okay, good. You know I ain't got my trifocals on. I can't see nobody. You tell me if they leave, all right? Yes, sir. Somebody tell me if he leaves. <laughs> but that heavenly voice said, Daniel, God hurt. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. God knows you by name. He said, Daniel, I have been dispatched from the heavenly realm straight from the throne room of God and I got a message for you. God heard the first time. But God wanted to know, do you mean business? God, are everybody still here? Okay. God wanted to know, are you sincere about your relationship with Him? Do you have the faith? Do you have the determination to fight in this spiritual battle? And because you got it, God has got this. Go back to verse 15. Thank you, uh, Michael. His name is Roger, y'all. Come on now. Verse 15. See, if you've got the outline, hey, somebody, somebody, go next door and get, I got papers on a prayer. Listen, church, if you got this outline, you're just going to have to go get it, you have to go read it later. I want you to understand something. I want you to hear me when I say this. I want you to pay attention. I want you to look at this ugly nose, and I want you to hear my words. I want you to hear this. So many times Christians think, Oh, God, I'm God's, I'm God's chosen. Therefore, God's got this and I just sat back. But church, you got to realize and you got to understand. God's got this if you hold on to the hand of God. You cannot give up. You cannot take off the armor. You cannot go on a spiritual vacation. You have got to hold on to God. Now look. Last two weeks we've been preaching on, bringing to you prayers from the Word of God about a spiritual battle. They're passing out to you. I don't remember how many is on there. But these are prayers of declaration that you can pray 
There's scriptures with it. No, I didn't type them out for you. I want you to open up your Bible. I want you to dust the dust off of your Bible. Come on now. And I want you to really get a hold of God. Read these verses and pray this prayers this on this paper to God. Now once you've done this several times, you prayed your own prayer. But I need you to understand, this is about telling the devil. Did y'all hear me? This is about telling the devil. All right, all right Miss Katie, listen. Go to the first slide of each one and then go to the prayer of declaration. Go to the first slide that tells, the first one says, hang on y'all. First one says, demolish strongholds. And then we're going to go to the prayer of declarations. Y'all going to have to read these yourselves, okay? Listen church, y'all go back and read this outline. Go for it. CVCOG.church slash sermon. It's there. Go to it. Brother Andy, you put all these online? Uh-huh. Why? Because I want y'all to have the word in your hands. Somebody, somebody used this analogy just a few days ago. I'm still, I still know where I'm at. I ain't going a rabbit trail. I need you to hear me. Somebody told me the other day, said that there's many times at churches and church folks that this person that told me this has actually had other church people, not at this church, to tell me, we don't need our Bibles. We're going to trust our pastor to tell us the word. Let me tell you right now, Pastor Andy is telling you, do not trust and depend solely on what I am telling you. I got three. Do not. Why? Because faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of... You need to read this yourself. You hear me? Now, church, you've got to understand, there's a battle. There are some, we've already talked on this, there's a couple more that we're going to touch on real quickly, but there's some that is facing a stronghold that's got you bound down. That stronghold is addiction. That stronghold is something that's got a hold of your mind and won't let go. That stronghold is oppression. Is anybody in the house? I got my glasses on. I want to know if somebody's here. Do y'all hear me? My word. God's word will give you power. Jesus said, I'm going to ascend to the Father and the power and the authority that I have, I give unto you. To do what with? Sit on it like it's nothing. No. To go into the world and do greater things than what I did. Shall you do? You. Hello. I want everybody to do something with me. Stick your hand straight up in the air. Live feed, do it too. I, I'm watching you. Live feed, you better do it. Now I want you to do this. I want you to close these three fingers. You got a gun now, right? Okay. Close the thumb. You got a pointy finger, right? 
God has given, point it yourself, you the power and the authority to stand and demolish strongholds. You know how I know that? Quickly, skip to the verse first. Go read Psalms 119, 104. Next verse. Jeremiah 23 and 29. Next verse. Well, then go to the... Keep going. I want the prayer of declaration. You read those verses. Now we're now we in sync. You read those verses and now watch this. I want you to pray. It's on the screens and it's on that paper. Look at what it says. It says, Oh God, I am going to use your word like a hammer. And that hammer is going to break down some of. A few of. All. It don't leave anything. Of Satan's defensive borders. Now watch this. Your word. That's God's word. That is not Brother Andy's word. That's God's word. Your word is going to spread like a wildfire throughout the enemy's domain. Let me tell you something, church. The devil's done a work of darkness in your life. Oh, Brother Andy, I'm so, I didn't say you wasn't. The enemy has brought a work of darkness, a work of oppression in many of your... My life! Brother Andy, you're the pastor. He can't do it. I, last time I checked, I was still a human being. Hello? The enemy has worked a work of darkness in our lives. And the Word of God is going to burn up all of the work of darkness that the devil has thrown our way. Amen? God, in the name of Jesus, right now, Bow your heads. We're going to pray. God, in the name of Jesus, right now I'm praying that as your word has gone forth, I curse every, every, every wall and every darkness that's brought up against your church family, against this church. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Number two. God says, I am going to cause... You, I'm going to cause you to break any demonic oppression that's been brought in your life. Church, I'm going to tell you something. You've got these verses. You read these. Let me tell you something. Psalms 144 verse, verse 1. Blessed be the Lord my rock. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Be strong in the Lord. Jeremiah 33 and 3. Call on God and God is going to answer. Church, what we've got to do is we have got to pray out. I praise the Lord my rock. He trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. 
He is my loving God, my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my strength, in whom I take refuge. Church, it's time to take a stand. I'm tired of the devil thinking he's going to win. I know the song says he's under my feet. Let me tell you something. I want God under my feet and between the devil and me. You're walking on God. I want God under my feet, above my head. I want Him on my left side. I want Him on my right side. I want Him in front of me and I want Him behind me. I want the Holy Spirit of God all around me. Why? I want demonic oppression gone. Would you bow your heads? Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, God, I want to thank you right now because I know that you're going to break demonic oppression. Hello? I pray that you're going to take demonic depression and throw it out the window. God, we are an overcomer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. Brother Andy, you can't pray this many times in a service. Why? Because, let me tell you something. God wants to remind you who you are. God wants to remind you, church, who you are. You're not defeated. You're an overcomer. You're not a loser. You're the winner. You're not the tail. You're the head. Come on. You're not a sinner. You're a child of God. God wants to remind you who you are. Romans chapter 8, verses 16 and 17. The Spirit of God bears witness in His children. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Give thanks unto God. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and 17. We're not like so many in the world, but we have hope. Ephesians chapter 1, 3 and 4. Blessed be the God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Our prayer of declaration. Look, church, you are an overcomer. Hello? Is everybody getting tired? Everybody getting wound down? Come on now. I ain't getting, I'm fixing to get a second wind. Y'all better come on now. I'll preach to 1 o'clock. You don't think I won't? You better test it. Take a look. We got a prayer of declaration. Watch this. Church, Father, you gave your spirit to make me wise and to help me understand what it is to know who you are. You are my, you light, your light floods my heart. Your hope is a glorious blessing. Your wonderful power you have for me. Would you bow your heads and pray? Dear Heavenly Father, again, as we come to you today, God, I'm glad to know that I am your child. You have given your Holy Spirit to bring wisdom and understanding in my life. Help me, Father God, to use your word to be wise in my decisions and the steps that I take. Help them to be ordered by you. For you to get the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh, Brother Andy, we ain't never been in a service like this. 
We might need to be in it more times. We need to pray more. We need to pray more. Come on now. Now church, why? Because God's blessings are for you. God's blessings are for you. Remember what we talked about over the last several weeks? We talked about how that God wants us to keep His blessings. Well, guess what? His blessings are for you. If you don't want them, send them my way. I'll take them. God's wanting, God is wanting to bless you. His blessings are for you. You know how I know that? I know that because Numbers chapter 6, verse 22 through 27, God spoke to Aaron and his son saying, Thus you shall bless the people. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you. God is going to be gracious to you. The Lord is going to lift his countenance up to you. God is going to give you peace. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 through 14. I ain't reading those all. You go back and read those. You need to understand. Blessings shall come. Look, 28 14, 1 through 14. Let's watch this. His blessings shall come to you, overtake you. You shall be blessed in the city. You'll be blessed in the field. You'll be blessed in the fruit of the womb and your fruit of the ground and the fruit of your cattle. Increase of the herds and the young of the the flock. Blessed shall be your basket. Blessed when you go in. Blessed when you come out. I got one excited about that. I want God's blessings. Hello? I want the blessings of God. Now, the prayer that we need to pray. God, God's Word shows us how that we need to pray. Take a look at this. You could even look, we got the prayer, but you could even look at Psalms 37 and 26, Psalm 68 and 19. But what we need to do is we need to pray. Father, let your showers of blessings be upon my life. Y'all, hear, y'all look at this. Look at these next words. Y'all hearing this? Y'all look at this. You've got the paper. Look at this. Hello? I am chosen. I'm chosen by God. My sins are forgiven. And I am blessed daily. You bless me with benefits. My seed is blessed. My children, in other words, are blessed. I'm so tired and I'm so sick of hearing parents talking to their kids. You ain't going to make it. You'll never amount to anything. You're just a loser. You'll never do anything. You'll never achieve anything. You better shut your mouth, tape your, you better duct tape your lips closed, and you better get, every, get a hold of God so that when you take that tape, duct tape off your mouth, you can start speaking blessings over your kids. My child is smart. My child is blessed. My child is going to do something. Come on, church. We have got to speak blessings over our kids. Why? 
Our kids is the next ones that's going to vote. Our kids is the next ones that's going to do things in the church. Our kids is the next ones that's going to be speaking at city council meetings. Our kids is the ones that's going to take over and start leading the singing. Come on. You better speak blessings on their lives. Let me tell you another little secret, parents. You better speak blessings on your, on your kids' lives because they're the ones going to determine what nursing home you stay in. They're the ones going to determine if you, they're going to throw you in a ditch or they're the ones that's going to do like our daughter's going to do us whether she likes it or not. She's going to keep us at home and she's going to take care of us. We had one and it's all on her. Hey man. <laughs> you better be careful because your kids is the ones going to dispense your medicine to you. Boy, I sure did have a lot of folks went. You better speak blessings on your kids. Hello? Come on now. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, right now I've received the blessings that's come from you. God, I know that I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. Everything my hands touch are blessed. Why? Not because of me, but because of who you are in my life. I've turned everything over to you and everything I have, you're going to touch and it's going to be blessed. God, I pray blessings not only on my child, but on the. I pray blessings on every child, every grandchild that is connected with this body of believers. I pray blessings on their lives. In Jesus' name. Let's go on. Let's look at this. God also says, well, look. Look at this next one. My blessings. God's blessings is not only for you, but they are for your family and your loved ones. The ones you like and the ones you... Hang on, let me do this because I don't want nobody grinning. <laughs> I don't want to see it. No, I'm kidding. I can feel it. <laughs> Church, you've got to understand, when God blesses you, God's blessing those around you. If you want the blessings of God just to keep for yourself, God, it'll dry up. But God wants the blessings to pour in and God wants them to pour out and touch those that's around you and touch those that's around them. God wants the blessings to flow. What happens when that happens? God continuously blow, pours the blessings in your life. I want His blessings renewed daily. If it was andiology, it would say, I want God's blessings renewed hourly. There's times that we need that. How many of you ever time, sometimes you're at work where you're working at home or you're working outside the home? You're working outside, you're working inside in an air conditioning. How many times after Sunday morning comes and goes and then you go to, go to work on Monday, go to church, go to work on Monday, you go to work on Tuesday and you're like, boy, I sure do wish I had a church service tonight. Hello? Why? 
because the world you round, that's around you will suck the blessings out of you. How many agrees with me? Don't raise your But God's blessings are not only for you, but they are for your family, your loved ones, all that comes in contact with you. You know how I know that? Psalms 127 and verse 3. Behold, y'all hear this? Children are a heritage from the Lord. They're not a curse. And let me say something bold and in front of everybody. They're not a mistake. They're not. A, I'm so sick and tired of people. Well, that was a mistake. First of all, it's not a that. It's a he or a she. There's other things that might have been a mistake, but that child is not a mistake. That child is a blessing from God. The moment it, the moment it, it but breathes its breath of life in the world. Come on now. Let's go on. Let's take a look. Proverbs 14, 26 and 27. The fear of the Lord has a strong, the one who fears the Lord has a strong confidence and his children will have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a... I want y'all to hear something. If you, didn't, if you didn't watch or you didn't listen or you wasn't in-house on Wednesday night, you better go back and listen to the word fear. Fear shows a reverence of God. There are so many today that do not fear or do not reverence God anymore. I'm going to say this, this is andeology, this ain't biblical, this is andeology. I wonder if we started going back like they did in the Old Testament whenever the, whenever the gentleman walked up and he'd done something he wasn't supposed to, he was told not to do it, he was trying to help God and what happened? He touched the Ark of the Covenant because he thought, y'all hear that? He thought that God needed help. What happened to him? He got a gold and he got silver and he got rewarded for his mistake. No. Bam! Dead. Brother Andy, are you calling for the death penalty automatically to come back? No. I'm telling you. It would, I'm going to tell you something. People would fly right if God started striking some folks. I'm not talking with death because I don't want nobody to die, but I'm talking about that electric fence that's around the goat pasture at your daddy's house or granddaddy's house, and you're riding the goat cart around the house, and all of a sudden that electric fence is there where it shouldn't have been, where it wasn't yesterday, and there ain't no orange flags on it, and you go right through it, and that electric fence breaks and just wraps all around the goat cart and you, and Papa didn't believe, and whenever the, the, the link was broke, that it, the electrical current needed to stop. I'm sitting on the goat cart going bzz, 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 bzz. 30 minutes because granny couldn't find where to unplug it because Papa had it ringed. That might be why I'm bald and why, why I am the way I am today. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. It sure would, it wouldn't be funny, but it sure would be funny if all of a sudden, Brother Bob, that, that God started, somebody started doing something they wasn't supposed to do, and all of a sudden, 
All of a sudden, there was an electrical current come from the soles of their feet and hit the top of their head. It sure would be, it wouldn't be, it'd be funny. It wouldn't be funny, it'd be funny, y'all. People might stop doing things that are wrong. People might start reverencing God again. Hello? Come on now. Look at what it is. Look at what's said here. Behold, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. You turn from it, the snares of death is going to grab a hold of you. I'm going to tell you something, church. We need to start reverencing God one more time. Let's go, to, let's, go to the, let's go to this prayer. There's also Mark chapter 10, 13 through 16. Let's take a look at this. This prayer of declaration. We're talking about spiritual warfare. I praise the... I only got one more. Y'all hang on with me. Hold on. I told you one o'clock. I'll, I'll, I'll miss it by just a couple of minutes. Watch this. I praise the Lord for His angels are ever near to protect my family. The Lord will perform His word in my children and nothing, nothing, y'all say this with me, nothing, come on now, nothing will harm them. God Almighty will save my children. How many, oh Jesus, I'm scared to ask this question. How many has got a child, grandchild, family member that is lost and if they was to die right now, they would go to hell? Hello? I'm praying the blessings of God on their life. Brother Andy, boy, that sure was, a, that sure did put a whole cold water on the service. No, it should have gotten all of us. Let me tell you something. We need to get a hold of God. God Almighty save my kids. And don't just save them. Let them do something that will delight in you. Come on now. Let's go on. This also says, All my loved ones will be taught by God, and great will be their peace. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, God, right now, I thank you for the blessings on my life. But today, Heavenly Father, I thank you also for the blessings on my children, my grandchildren, and those who are even afar off. Father, I'm praying blessings upon blessings in their lives. And I pray, Father God, for each one that is not saved, that's connected to this body of, of believers. I pray right now, Heavenly Father, that your word will save them. And not only save them, but they'll be a delight to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Last one. Last one. We need God to reveal each step we are to take. Give me just a second, live feed.
Church, we need God to reveal our steps. We need God to show us the direction we're supposed to go. If you've got something that you're hiding, that you think that somebody else is not going to find, let me tell you something. God's going to find it. Because He's already got it. He knows it. And in God, God says in His Word, you think you're going to hide it? I'm going to reveal it. In the last three years, the Church of God in the state of Alabama, in the last three years, I cannot count on two hands the ministers that has been lost to sin. I don't care what they call it. I'm telling you, sin. Now I'm going to tell you something, church. Oh, it's just innocent. I don't care what it is. I said in Sunday school, I said something that a lot of pastors ain't going to preach and tell you. I said in Sunday school, gluttony is a sin. I don't care what you think sin is, but if you think that oh, it's just so innocent, it ain't going to hurt nobody, it's my decision, and it ain't going to affect nobody else. You better let God reveal the steps you're going to take. Why? Because if you step outside the will of God, you're going to fall flat of your face. I say that to pastors all the way down to the toilet bowl cleaner. I say that from the side of the, this side of the room all the way to the sound booth. I say from that wall to that wall, I say live feet alike. You don't follow the steps that God has led you in. You will fall flat on your face. Let me tell you some scriptures. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 3. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, the, the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, that we may walk in his path. Jeremiah 7 and 23. But this command I gave them, obey God's voice. God will be your God. And you shall be his people. Walk in the way that God commands you to go, that it may be well with you. Mark 4, 4 and verse 11. To you has been given the, the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside... It's stories and fables and, par and parables. Psalms 17, 6 through 8. Church, my heart is breaking. Not just pastors that have stepped outside the will of God. But there are so many in the church world. Oh, it's just a look. It'll be all right. Let me tell you something. All this junk started 
Now, I'm not demeaning COVID. Do not think that in any shape, form, or fashion. But all this started when we had the convenience of not being in church. It was going on beforehand, but it swept through the church world heavily when it was just convenient for us just to stay at home. Don't misunderstand me. I love live feed. There's people watching live feed that cannot be in church because they're sick. They're homebound. There's people that watch our live feed. The live feed from this small church that's on a dead-end road. There's people that watch that live feed. Now we're up to nine states that watches that live feed. I'm glad that live feed is reaching out and touching lives. But there's just something about getting into the presence of God. Take a look at Psalm 17, verses 6 and 8, 6 through 8. I will call upon you, and God will answer me. God, incline your ear to me. Hear my words. Verse 7. Wondrous works show your love and compassion towards us. O oh, our Savior of those who seek refuge from the adversities, we're in the palm of your hand. Verse 8. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadows of your wings. Would you stand all over the house and let's pray. I'm going to read this last prayer declaration. And then we're going to start praying. Now church, I've asked you and I have asked you on numerous occasions. In-house, on live feed alike. I've asked you, would you just give God five minutes? Would you just give God 10 minutes? Would you just give God a few moments of your time? And would you just join in prayer? I'm fixing to read this last prayer declaration. And if right where you're at, or I encourage you, come to these altars. We've got, we've got plenty of space that you can, you can space out. We've got these front two rows that you can space out. You can stand in these aisles wherever you want. Home, you're not excused. Live feed, wherever you're at, you're sitting on your back porch. You're, on your, you're, you're in, the, in, the, in the house, at the, at the, on the sofa. You're in the, at the kitchen table. We're fixing to pray this last prayer declaration, and then we're going to God in prayer. We're just going to go straight into prayer, and I'm urging you to pray with us. Church, would you bow your heads and would you pray? And as we're starting to pray this, would you find a place to pray? As I read this last prayer of declaration, would you find a place? Live feed, as soon as I pray this, you're going to be dismissed. But church, in-house, live feed, I'm asking you to give God five to ten minutes. When live feed is over, would you give God five to ten minutes? In-house, I'm fixing to read this prayer. Would you find a place? And let's get a hold of God. Lord, I'm blessed because I walk according to your word. You have laid down the precepts for me to obey. My ways will be steadfast. I will hold to obeying 
your ways. I'll praise you with an upright heart as I obey your decrees. And God, I know that you will never forsake me. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you today. God, I thank you right now, and I praise you. I praise you for the blessings that you've given us. Thank you. I, I thank you for all the things that you've done in our lives. I thank you for what you've done.